Hi guys, welcome back to the original Judo podcast. Um, I'm James Austin and super excited to uh, be able to like be a fanboy again today. Um, got someone who is a star of British Judo, star of world Judo. Um, delighted, absolutely delighted to welcome Olympic bronze medalist Chelsea Giles to the show. Chelsea, how's it going? Thank you so much. Hi, thanks for having me on. I'm good, thank you. Amazing. Um, so, I'm sure uh, most of the people who listen will already be aware of who you are. Um, but should some of them have been living under a rock for the last year or so, can you just, yeah, tell us a little bit about um, perhaps some of those more recent major results and then, yeah, maybe how you got started in judo as well? Um, so I grew up in Coventry um, and I started judo when I was eight. So I just used to go to the club and I used to just watch my brother. So I'd just sit on the side of the mat. I used to do different sports and uh, I didn't do judo um, to start with. And then um, they asked me to come on and I've, I've done it ever since. Um, so I've been training full time since I was 18. So nearly eight years now. It's, it feels like it's flown by. It's been quite a long time. Though. Um, and my most recent result um, was at the European Championships um, where I got a gold medal and then the Olympic Games where I picked up a bronze medal. Just throwing that casually in there at the end. No, I, I love that. Um, you, oh, there's so many different things I wanted to ask you about. Um, I'm going to jump back and forth because I have absolutely no style of interviewing. So <laughs> I apologise for that in advance. Um, but first things first, you've come through Coventry Judo Club. Um, is it, obviously, Neil Adams was Coventry. Um, Sam Ingram as well, uh, Paralympic silver medalist in Coventry. Like, are you aware of, like, the legacy of judo, I guess, for Coventry, for that club? Yeah, as you're coming through, is it something... Are those guys like amongst your heroes or are you looking at more recent players? I think you've talked about like Sally and the Calder before now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I've been lucky to have come through through a club where I've had such like amazing people to look up to. And I've always had um, a really good coach. So I started off with Darren Warner um, and then Simon Moss. So I yeah. just I've always had someone like amazing and in my chair and it yeah it's been it's been great and having Neil and Sam to to look up to when they've been down to the club it, it's always been amazing especially when I was I was really young and seeing their medals and just listening to their journey and picking up on advice that they give and and you've already been like back up to the club since the games I think doing similar like leading sessions chatting to the guys <laughs> yeah so they had um so I went just after the after the games and then more recently there was um they did like a bit of the, the commonwealth so uh there was a few interviews there and it was on the map with the kids which was it was really nice to see and to see like a lot of girls on the map was really nice as well amazing um so let's let's kind of go back to pre-tokyo pre pre-2020 i guess as it were um 2018-2019 um, mm -hmm. you win like five Grand Prix Grand Slam medals um, and you're quite high up on the world rankings. 
you've, you've qualified the Olympics um, mm-hmm. and then it gets postponed. What's What was that like at the time? Like, was it something that was a, a blip in the radar? Was it a major thing for you? Or again, was it just like business as usual? Let's find ways to get through this. Um, I think, so at the time, me and Nicole, uh, I think it was from Holland. And we had to, we actually went into lockdown a few weeks before British Judo went into lockdown. Um, and I remember us getting told about like it not happening and I think to start with I, I, definitely me but I think maybe both of us thought oh it's not it's not really it's not really gonna not go ahead and um and then when it sunk in that it wasn't gonna happen that year it was it was hard to, to take on board but then we had another year to prepare another year to train and it was kind of the motivation was still there and I definitely still wanted to go to the games, even though it was a year later. But I mean, first of all, like what a household, like uh, Olympic medalist, world medalist, you and Nakoda living together. That's uh, absolutely insane. Um, Coming out of, well, that whole Olympic kind of qualification period at 52 kilos, there were maybe like three women, you know, from 2016 to 2020, three people who were like front runners for so long. Um, you had like Kelmendi, Bouchard, Abe. Um, and then you come back from, well, come back in 2021 and you win uh, Tel Aviv. Yeah. And on the way there, you beat uh, Kelmendi. You know, um, you beat in the likes of uh, the Hungarian girl. Is it um, up at the moment who's meddling yeah. everywhere? And all of a sudden, you go from being, like, really consistent at this level to being, from my perspective, I'm, I'm really, I hope this doesn't offend, but all of a sudden, you go from yeah, being on the periphery of the, the Olympic medals to being in the picture. Were you aware yeah. that you've gone from, you know, you, you, I think it's probably beating Kelmendi for the first time, being, like, a, perhaps people are starting to consider you, like, an Olympic hopeful at this stage? Um. I think the major thing for me was that Jamie always like believed in me and I had never believed in myself. And I think that was the key part to, to winning their matches. Um, and winning that fight against Kalmendi, I think that was a moment I thought, like, I can compete with these girls. And even now, I still think, I still see like these girls just above me and I'm still chasing them. But um, really I'm on on the same compete with these girls now and it it feels crazy to say and um because I look up to them and they're so consistent um and now I'm able to to match them and win a few of their matches does does the Europeans then give you like talking of confidence a similar boost of confidence because again in the Europeans most recently where first of all congratulations what phenomenal Mm -hmm. so Again, you're beating the likes of Bouchard, you're beating uh, the Italian girl, uh, Gafrida, who's now a double Olympic medalist, which we'll come back to. Uh, I've watched Question of Sport. <laughs> um, again, does that give you that boost of confidence? Or Yeah, on the day of the Europeans, I remember coming off, and I was probably more, most nervous for my first fight mm-hmm. um, with the Polish girl, because in training... I just found her so difficult to fight. She was a left-hander 
I'd never really thrown her that much in training and she was always decent on the ground. So after that fight, I remember coming that off and speaking to Jamie and saying, like, oh, I feel good. Like, I, f- I feel like ready for the day. And I think that mindset like set me, set me up for the next fights to come. Um, and I always, I'm never as nervous to fight, you know, Bouchard and Odette. And I think you've just got to give it everything with them. And it's never, they're the, never the ones that I'm more nervous for. It's, it's the people that maybe people expect me to be. To be. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I get the most nerves. So I actually really enjoyed the day. And I think for me, it was, I felt like I performed well as well. Love that. Um, yeah, again, it was a, another amazing performance in a, in a, in a major championships. Um, let's go all the way back though, jumping back and forth. Let's go back to that Olympics day. Like, how do you approach that? Like, what's your mindset coming into that, the morning of that event? Like, how are you feeling on the morning? Do you, do you feel like it's going to be a good day or are you focused on that first fight? Well, it was actually, it didn't go the way I kind of planned the event. Um, <laughs> I don't know if, like, a, a few people have told the story that I actually tested positive the covid a week before oh wow um, yeah so the it was like two days before i was meant to fly um i tested positive um and i thought i was a mess i was crying i thought it was i wasn't going to be able to go but because i had like tested positive a few months earlier they thought mm-hmm. well it's a it's a false positive um so then i had to do two more tests uh which were both negative but then I'd been in contact with someone else that was positive. So I still wasn't able to go. Um, but luckily enough, they then had two more tests and they was negative. So I had to, to fly out separately to everyone else. Um, I did stop in the Olympic Village. I stayed in the training partner hotel. Oh, no um, way. Like, as a like isolation almost. Yeah. So I was allowed in the village. So I was allowed to go in. I just wasn't allowed to, to sleep there. Um, so after all of that happening I was just so happy to be there I was I think I was so much more relaxed than I thought I ever would be at an Olympic Games and it was probably the most I've ever enjoyed event an event um, yeah I loved every every minute of it ah oh, so yeah so when you fail that first test though do you think that's it that's you done yeah yeah I remember miss call it was either from dave or from joe and i thought this is not good like i they they wouldn't be calling me up for for nothing because i didn't have an injury didn't have any that it could have been was covid so and then i remember calling them back and they was so positive like they were so like we're gonna sort it out um we're gonna sort it out with team gb uh, and Wayne actually dropped a, a row machine off at my flat so I can keep training at my flat. Um, it was just, it was crazy. It was crazy. And uh, British Judo and Team GB, like, they did a lot to make sure I could go. So I'm very grateful for everything that they, they did. Oh, my gosh. And then getting there, is that makes it this really, like, positive experience. Yeah, just the fact that you've actually made it there. Um, yeah. Nerves on the day? Yeah, still nerves. Um, but I remember 
so many people have told me that like you this is a this could be a once in a lifetime thing um not many people get to go to one games let alone two or three so just enjoy the experience and I think that helped and I it made it maybe I controlled my nerves a lot better and yeah I just enjoyed enjoyed every bit Fantastic. And then you 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 reach the com- the quarterfinals and yeah. you find yourself up against Abe, who um I think you'd lost two in the quarterfinals of the worlds. Mm-hmm. I know you've you've talked about how you love her style of fighting before you think she's really exciting. Um yeah. what's it like going on against Abe, who is at, at the, the time the, the poster girl of the Olympics? She's the face, you know, her and her brother, the face of the you know, judo for the Tokyo Olympics. Um, yeah um so I think we was able to obviously we'd already been training um to you know in case I came up against her um but I think I was prepared as as much as I could um and it was just one mistake in the in the match that that lost me the fight um and there was probably one opportunity where I could have took a knee as a chance and uh that was the one opportunity I had for the fight so Unfortunately, I missed it, but I was I was still happy with the way it went. But the only thing I remember is I came off and my arms were so tired because her <laughs> grips are unbelievable. Like it, it's not even she's not like I don't even know how to describe it. It's not like her strength, but her grips are that strong that like the way she moves, it's just it's just unreal. Love. Okay, okay. And then do you have to? You're in this positive place, I've been mean, like throughout the whole day, but you have mm-hmm. just lost the quarterfinals. You have to reset before because did you have the Belgian girl, Van Schnick? Yeah. You know, next up. How do you how do you reset for that? How do you like reset your focus and get ready for that fight? You kind of have to quite quickly forget about the fight you've just lost. Otherwise, like if it's playing on your mind, then you go into the fight and you're not prepared. So you kind of have to put that loss to to one side and focus on like what your next fight is and um, making sure you've got a clear mind and clear goals of what you need to do in the fight. You beat Van Schnick and then bronze medal match, you end up with the Swiss girl who again, uh, is she beating you in the Worlds or? Yeah, a few weeks before she she beat me in the World Championship. Okay, so deja vu at that stage, uh, sense of dread, or again, are you flying by now? You've just won first round of the repechage. Did you feel the momentum's with you? Like, um, yeah, I I felt confident, like going into the fight. Obviously, we'd look back at the the world's fight, and we know that what I did wrong. Um, but I I was in the warm area and. Obviously, she's just come off a loss. She's just come off a semi-final loss, and I, the when I was when I was watching, I was watching her in the warm-up area. She didn't, to me, I, maybe she was, but to me, like she wasn't ready for the fight. So that put me yeah. in even even better like mindset, um, ready to to go out and fight her. Oh, I love that. And um, then you're an Olympic bronze medalist. What's it yeah. like standing on that podium? Um, it was, I, I think it, I like, I 
I don't really know what was happening when I was standing on there. I kind of <laughs> couldn't believe it. And when you're standing on a podium with like these amazing people, it's kind of surreal. Um, and I, I'm, I'm always on podium, but I didn't even mind because it was just the best experience. I love that. Um, wow. Uh, so the Tokyo Olympics was quite unusual because I know that athletes weren't allowed to stay a huge amount of time after the games. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you're uh, flown off home. Um, what's your reception like when you get back? Um, so my uh, a few of my family, um, Anna Maria from my club yeah. and Wayne, they they came to to the airport to 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 meet me, um, and that was it was really nice. But and my um my little sister ran up to me when I came through. Amazing, love that. Um, and then okay, so what I really want to know is like, what are the best opportunities that have come out of this? Like, what are the most exciting things? Because again, like I know you're back into training now. You're you're already uh, presumably looking at Paris. Do you have like a couple of months where you let your hair down, you can relax a little bit and um, people want to talk to you about your your experiences and your your medal? Yeah, so I didn't I didn't take too much time off because um, because of the next cycle being even shorter. I think me and Jamie knew that we had to get back into training, back into competition quite quickly. Um, but when I came back to Coventry, um, just speaking to people, even people that had never done judo, uh, it was amazing to see the support and to know how much people actually like loved the Olympics. Um, I didn't think the reception would be that big because, you know, the time difference and people not being able to maybe watch it as much. But yeah, I really enjoyed the moment of being like in my home city and people just coming up to me, taking pictures, asking me questions. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Oh, that's amazing. And then like, were you, because you were like GB's first medal of the games, weren't you? Yeah. That Which I, I didn't so know that it was such, it was like a big deal. I was just, I remember I came off at the Olympics and it was like, you're the first medal. I was like, I was just too happy that I got the medal to, <laughs> to know what, to even know what that meant. I, uh, yeah, it, it was just like an, an extra bit of an extra bit of goodness. Amazing. Um, I obviously have to ask about question of sport. Okay. Yeah. Um, two judo questions. Yeah. What's the pressure in question of sport more or less than that Olympic bronze medal? More, a hundred percent. I um I would rather do the Olympics again than do it, but. Uh, to be honest, I really enjoyed question of sport. Um, was it good? Yeah, it was really good. I, I honestly didn't do well on the questions, but um, <laughs> the whole exp- I was so nervous to do it, um, and I was so glad I did because it was everyone was so friendly, um, and the whole thing. I, it was just a good experience to do. To I don't know, it's doing outside of my comfort zone. Um, yeah, yeah. And they actually, I actually throw Paddy McGuinness. But they oh, didn't do you? Put it on the air, so uh, I was kind of a bit upset about that. <laughs> um, obviously, there were two judo questions. Um, yeah. Were you mortified after getting the first one wrong? 
yeah because, because it was such a like I should have got the question right and especially it was about 52 so it was a bit embarrassing and yeah my team lost as well so it wasn't much help for them Oh, you redeem yourself, and you you got the you got the next one. Uh, yeah, the next See, one the, right. it was quite funny because obviously the the show is shot in like a longer period of time than shown on shown on air. Um, so I actually had to redo the question, and there was like, yeah, so we're just gonna retake for the second question. We just want you to press your brother, look into the camera, and say. So it was the way that it was set up was. So you don't see everything um, when you just watch it on telly. So that was quite cool as well. <laughs> oh, was that the question you got right about Japan? Yeah, so... Ah, okay. They, okay. they, did, they didn't they let you retake the, the other one? Japan. No, no. They So so they, they have the cameras rolling, but sometimes they go back and redo certain parts. Okay, okay. Oh, how harsh. They didn't let you retake your yeah. one. Um, I would change my answer. <laughs> um, cool. So um, I realise I'm keeping you. So uh, I have oh, more questions. Um, there's a Commonwealth Games coming up. Uh, judo is taking place in Coventry. And I'm assuming you made a choice not to compete. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What goes into that choice? Um, so obviously it was a it was a hard thing to to decide, um, especially because it's a it's a home games and it's in commentary, which it made it even an even bigger thing for me. Um, but with the 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 end goal being Paris, mm -hmm. and I tried to be more selective with my qualifying events, um, so I can make weight properly, I can train in between each event, so. Um, I have like a limited a number of competitions that I okay. do in a year, so it was it was important for me to to do hungry, even though it didn't didn't go the way I planned it, um, to try and pick up as many points uh, in qualifying for the games, yeah. and the the gap between hungry and the Commonwealth it was kind of not long enough for me to to make weight the best that I can. So yeah, me and Jamie made the decision to 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 withdraw from the Commonwealth Games. No worries. And then, uh, is it an event you're going to be at in person anyway? Because I assume you've got friends, colleagues who are going to compete in there. Yeah, so um, there's going to be, uh, I think, like a judo area where um, kids can come and have a go. So I'll be helping out there and hopefully I'll be able to watch some of the action as well. Oh, amazing. Um, fantastic. You talk about your weight. Um, <laughs> is the weight cut something that you have to spend like a lot of focus on, like managing getting that right? Um, so I work with my friend Kelly Stadion, um, <laughs> who's been amazing. Um, when I first started working with her, a few months um, before the games, I realised how much it can impact your you in competition yeah. so now it's it's I, I realize how important it is for me to to perform and yeah it's um it's definitely one of the main factors in what I believe um affects my performance so I try and do it as best as I can so it's not a reason for me underperforming at a competition cool so uh 
sticking with the the commonwealths then like mm -hmm. is there anyone you're particularly looking forward to watching any categories um, as well i think uh 57s will be good um i think Deguch, um krista Deguchi will be there um yeah. it'll be good it'll be good to i think they they are coming over here to train as well so it'll be a good bit of training for us um and obviously i'm looking forward to the whole of the the England team fighting, uh, but also Yasmin from from my club. I'm looking forward to her fighting. She hasn't fought in a while um, due to injury, so I uh, will be, be watching her and wishing Amazing. her the best. Is she fighting for Ireland as well? Yeah. Fantastic. Um, cool. So, um, how about yourself? What's next? What's next for you? Um. So the next one um, is. Is world championships, um, but I think we're gonna try and put a competition in there. What I can do at fifty sevens between now and the worlds, just so I can have um, a few matches and I'm not not going too long without a competition and without so I don't get out of practice. <laughs> yeah, okay. is that is that important for you just to get like the match time or match time? Yeah, I think so, and I think because I didn't get the matches I would have hoped for at Hungary. It's been such a long time that I haven't like had the minutes on the mat. Yeah. So we either try and do like a competition, maybe at the weight above or trying to do practice matches um, here at the centre. Um, so either one, I think it's good to, you get like a, a competition burn. So it, it gets your lungs going. So I think it's, it's good to, to do them kind of things. No, I love that. Um, uh, yeah, talking about the centre, um, at the minute, like, the British women are going from strength to strength. And um, what's it like being a part of a group of, you know, there's there's two of your European championships. You've got an Olympic medal. Um, Lucy, I think, certainly prior to this weekend, was world number one. Yeah. Um, a little bit wider, you know, uh, Emma Reed's having a massive amount of success at the moment. Uh, Natalie Powell, uh, you know, uh, training away from the centre now, but again, massively successful. Uh, what's it like being part of that group? Nakoda's uh, making a return, which is phenomenal. Yeah. What's it like being part of that group? Um, it's, it's really like, empowering to see the whole, the whole of the girls group is coming through and everyone at the centre has potential to, to be on the podium um, and it makes it good for us because we're all getting better together and um, a lot of people commenting on how how strong the, the women's team's Niwaza is now so um, people, are, people are noticing us which is good and hopefully we can keep getting their medals and um, hopefully the younger ones can come through too. Oh, I love that. Um, if you were to look back on your career, like what is your best performance? What sums you up? Not the result, but like what performance sums up Chelsea Giants? What would you direct people towards? To see? Um, one, there was one fight um, in Croatia where I picked up a bronze medal and the fight, it was maybe 11, 12 minutes. And <laughs> I, I really had to grind through that fight. And I think like you, there's fights like that where you, you gain mental strength and 
it's not always a f- like a physical element you've got to you got to be able to keep getting back up and being the first one to attack the first one and yeah a lot of it is mental so I think definitely that fight um is something that I think uh I showed like mental strength and it's it's helped me develop develop um in the past few years no I love that um who do you most enjoy like either competing or practicing against who's like a really fun um, maybe, like, maybe uh, fun's not the maybe fun's not the right way to describe competition, <laughs> but like who who's a great practice? Um, so like abroad. Um, yeah, yeah, whoever, wherever. Um, so so I was fighting Daria at um in in the Italy camp. Yeah. And yeah, I found that really good. She's really strong, and um, she was she was fighting left and. I think that's good for me to have a strong left. So yeah, I really it was a very hard fight. She's even stronger now that she's fifty sevens. But yeah, I really enjoyed fighting her. Um, is that so? Obviously, she's moved up forty eights to fifty sevens. Um, is that something that's on the cards for you, or not at the moment? Like, is there a space to move up in the future, or is that not something you're thinking about just yet? Um, it's a it's weird because before. Before I started working with Kelly and before the Olympics, I think I, I always said I'd move 57s um, yeah. after Tokyo. But because I like my weight, I got my weight so good and I made it so well for for the the events before the Olympics and for the Olympic Games, I think it like this is the right weight for me and I think I will continue to stay at 52s. Fantastic. Um, and literally the last couple, like who are there? Uh, players that you like aspire to be like or, or love watching maybe um I always used to love watching Sally yeah. and um uh Jemima um when she she's she's had some injuries and she comes back and she's she's always fighting and um I loved uh picking up uh, the gold medal the other week um, yeah, it was really yeah, nice yeah. to see her back on the podium Fantastic. Um, and then uh, finally, like if people, again, haven't uh, been following you, where can they find you on social media? Um, so mainly I'm on Instagram. Um, yeah. That's the only place that I post any stuff. Uh, I try, I'm trying to get a bit better at posting um, more training, more competitions, more training camps. So, so yeah, that's, that's where where most of my content is. Is it just is it Chelsea Giles judo or Chelsea? Yeah, Giles? Chelsea. Chelsea Giles. Love that, um, Chelsea. This has been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, superb. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for no, having me. Nah, no problems, <laughs> guys. Um, hope you enjoyed the interview. Uh, absolutely fab to have Chelsea on. Please go and find her on social media and all the usual nonsense share the podcast like it blah 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 all the best catch you later